Janet Herbin listens to Countrywide on her family farm in North Cork, where her husband Liam has a dairy enterprise. She loves this time of the year and she sent us this audio reflection on Halloweens of her childhood, which, when it was a far more DIY affair. In the 1970s, supermarkets packed your messages in big paper bags. In school, we cut out eye and mouth holes in these and transformed them into bag masks with our best markers. We also made witches' hats from card. These wonky coronets were secured with thin elastic around the chin. Thin elastic also featured in shop-bought masks made of flimsy hard plastic which cracked easily. I couldn't see out small eye holes and the minuscule mouth hole meant I battled condensation and hypoxia. A bin bag finished off the frightening ensemble. This would keep me safe from the souls of the dead who flitted through the thin veil between this life and the afterlife at Samhain. My mother baked a barn brack that hid a stick, which foretold your husband would beat you, a piece of cloth that destined you to a life of poverty, and a pea which foretold a single life. The coin for wealth and the ring for marriage were the prized treasures within the fruitcake. We held our Halloween games in a dark stable. We got soaked bobbing for apples and got infuriated trying to snap a bite of the apple swinging on a string from the stable door. The thing is, I am drawn to the macabre and my favourite Halloween game is the saucer predictions. Blindfolded, your hand chooses one of four saucers. One has a ring for marriage, then water for travel, a coin for wealth, and my personal favourite, earth, to signify a grave and death. My children are horrified to hear I really did get apples and monkey nuts on my trick-or-treat rounds. Apparently, this tradition comes from wealthy families paying poorer people to say prayers for their dead and is called souling. It's a far cry from my son and his friend traipsing round our village in giant inflatable dinosaur suits, collecting a stash of sweets that will see them fed till Christmas. Some traditions have changed, but people still build and light bonfires in the manner of our ancestors, who lit them to petition the gods to send the sun again at the end of winter. They would scatter cattle bones in the flames, thus giving us the word bonfire, which comes from bone fire, the literal translation of the Irish tinta knov, a wonderful word to demonstrate the link between death and renewal. Even without the stick, cloth and the pea in the barn rack and my saucer of death, I still love Halloween. It's a celebration to herald the end of the hard work, the harvesting, the milking, and to welcome the winter, a time to reflect and plan and rebuild. And the spring will not be long. There you go. Thank you so much, Janet Hearn, recalling her childhood memories of Halloween.